Dallas Cowboys draft day, and we've got new information in a sneaky sort of way. I'm Mike Fisher, your trusty and trusted reporter. This is the Fishbowl. That is the star. We will be here. We will be there. We will be at the Maverick Bar. That almost rhymes. Maverick Bar tonight. Draft party starts at 6 p.m. 1616 Hebron, 16 minutes from anywhere in the Metroplex. I will be there along with uh, somewhere between 100 and 400 of my closest friends, and I invite you to be one of those. The Cowboys in recent years, this is uh, this is McCarthy influenced. They're a little bit less uh, dropping the Easter eggs than they used to be. And that's McCarthy. They've talked pretty openly about tight end. That's not that's not debatable. And even Mike has done that uh, the other day, Mike detailing. Here's the three things I look for in a tight end. Um, we're aware of the Cowboys' desire, as a source told us, to find the Cowboys' version of Travis Kelsey. So we're trying to wrap our heads around, as we said yesterday, what is the stud, smart, safe tight end pick? And that, of course, is Notre Dame's Michael Mayer. Uh, and that's in that that's indisputable. Uh, as I said to somebody last night, who's very cowboy connected, if you take Mayer at twenty six, and for the fun of it, take Avila at fifty eight, and I don't know if either one of those guys would be available. Those are two fun names. You will add two immediate starters again, theoretically. That's hard to do at 26 and 58 on a good roster. Uh, I also talked to somebody last night who says, you need to go look at the 40 times of the two tight ends that you have in the roster now. And maybe that's your hint as to why the Cowboys want more at tight end and want their Kelsey at tight end. Uh, yes, thank you for liking what we do here. Uh, the like button is uh, is always helpful. That beats the algorithms and tells YouTube to get out of the way of Cowboys Nation and uh, fish heads. So as always, we're, we're trying to take the Easter eggs and the hints, pair them up with rumors and innuendo, and then make our own phone calls and do our own research. And we're, we're almost, almost to the point on the third one, but now we get a new trend boost. Last year, again, McCarthy influenced. There was not until Thursday morning, there was not one whiff of Tyler Smith, not one. And think about it. It wasn't like Dallas maybe wanting an offensive lineman was a deep, dark secret. Uh, also think about the fact he's from Fort Worth. There was every reason in the world for that to somehow get leaked. And I think previous to Big Mike being here, it might have gotten leaked sooner than it did. But I think it was Mel Kuyper on that Thursday morning that put 
Tyler Smith in a mock draft. And we're all going, really? That early? And Tyler Smith, for whoever may have known about him before draft day, Tyler Smith became a thing because Mel Kuyper, out of semi-nowhere, put him mocked to Dallas that day. Now along comes Daniel Jeremiah, uh, a media, media scout. And I say that with respect. And guess who he is attaching to the Cowboys? Suddenly, out of nowhere. The tight end issue is not out of nowhere. Matthew Jacobson, welcome to the Uncle Fish Premium level. Uh, you can be Uncle Fish Premium as well. How do I get the circle and the star? Ask the fellas, I'll show you how. The tight end's not a secret. Michael Mayer is not a secret. Dalton Kincaid is not a secret. The athleticism of Darnell Washington, freakish, not a secret. Luke Musgrave, diddly diddly ding, what? Now, there's all kinds of, of uh, people who are real live scouts, unlike me, and maybe unlike you, who have put Luke Musgrave as a prospect. Karen Attaway, who? I, I, I'm relatively speaking, I, I'm with you. By the way, Sugar, the Attaway family is here. Don't be jelly. But all of a sudden now, out of nowhere, from a credible NFL watcher, here comes Luke Musgrave. So I'm going to do this in two ways. One, let's analyze who he is. Actually, makes it three ways. That's right, three ways. One, who is he? Two, what goal does he achieve? And three, why are the Cowboys so married to this concept? So here we go. Oh, you know what? Let me do this first. What do tight what do rookie tight ends do? Uh, we're going to have this story up at CowboysSI.com here momentarily. Here comes the new buzz that tells us we better include the six foot. It's six six actually. Oregon State tight end Luke Musgrave six six two fifty three. Better put him on the maybe list. But what does history tell us about a rookie tight end? Because if you draft him at 26, the idea is, and I see the, uh, some of your comments, he's not better than Jake Ferguson. Uh, uh, if this happens, uh, Michael Mayer is not better than Jake Ferguson. Yeah, I think he is. If Jake Ferguson was in this draft, he'd be taken higher than the fourth round, but he wouldn't be taken at 26 overall. And he wouldn't have a first round grade. Michael Mayer does and will. What does history say about a rookie tight end rolling in and contributing? Not very much good. We go back to 2000. <clears throat> so we're going back almost a quarter of a century. And 
coincidentally, 25 tight ends have been taken in the first round of the NFL draft. So about one a year. Can you become a pro bowler? Oh, sure. Over the course of your career, over the course of the duration of your career. Can you become a pro bowler? In other words, a star right away. That's happened two out of 25 times. That happened with Kyle Pitts. Went to the Pro Bowl 2021. Happened with Jeremy Shockey. That'll take you back with the Giants. The only two tight ends from that entire bunch who made the Pro Bowl as rookies. Now, the Pro Bowl isn't the be-all, end-all, but it's the measuring stick that we'll use here to help fortify the argument, to help frame the argument. Many thought that Michael Mayer, Dalton Kincaid, Darnell Washington, Notre Dame, Utah, Georgia, respectively, will be first-round picks, and I guess they will be. If that happens, this class will join just two other classes, 02 and 17, as the only one since the turn of the century <laughs> to have three tight ends taken in round one. This is in part because tight end, certainly uh, over the course of 25 years, is not seen as a premium. It's not one of the money five. Big Mike's saying that might change, and you get you get Travis Kelsey Jr. here. Okay, change. But if Musgrave's taken in the fourth round, now you might have four tight ends taken in the fourth round. That would signify money five change. 6'6", 253. This is critical. He runs a 4'640". That's a gigantic man who runs a 4'640". The Cowboys' present tight ends aren't that big, that big, and they aren't that fast. The Cowboys, as a source told me, want to find their Kelsey. And, you know, everybody wants to find, I know, I know, everybody wants Kelsey. On paper, Musgrave fits. Now, as you may recall, Kelsey wasn't a first-round pick. Part of that was a little bit because he was smoking the Crippler in college. <laughs> Musgrave, in terms of comps, you can squint and see that. Uh, last year, Schultz's numbers, again, the injury got in the way. 57 catches, 577 yards, five touchdowns, relatively modest compared to what he had been capable of earlier, in part because of the injuries. But 57, 577, and five is well above the average seasons recorded by first-round rookie tight ends in the last 25 years. In other words, if you draft Musgrave here and say, you're our starter, let's go, good. You're our Kelsey, let's go, good. The idea that he will do anything like what Schultz did even last year in a statistically down year is historically unlikely. The combined rookie season average of the 25 drafted tight ends in the last 22 years, 32 receptions, 372 yards, two touchdowns. Now, I ask you this, ladies and gentlemen of the Fisherport jury. 
Is that worth it? If you draft Musgrave, who, by the way, some people, and he had the injury issue that kept his numbers down. Some people still think of him as a project, a work in progress. If you draft Musgrave with a 26 overall pick and pass on, uh, give me a name, Drew Sanders, Steve Avila, Joey Porter, Quentin Johnston, whoever. And he rolls in here next year and catches 32 passes for 370 yards and catches two touchdowns. We will not be saying, what a great pick that was. We will have to wait because there is good news of the last 25 tight ends in the last 20, almost 25 years. 15 of the 25 eventually made a Pro Bowl. Aha! So it can be done. But as Shadow Wolf says, Uncle Fish Premium, I don't want to draft a project in the first round. So he better be more than that if that's the way they roll. Rob W. is an Uncle Fish Premium with a circle and a star. Good morning, Fish. Thanks for all the hard work you do. Good morning, Fish Heads. For this draft, just say no to Taco 2.0. And the lesson with Taco, friend of the show, isn't personal and it's not even positional. The lesson on Taco is they, they drafted, they didn't draft a player. They drafted traits. Bo Gleason, $5 pitch in. Why isn't nobody talking about Cincy's tight end, Josh Wiley? Uh, I think that we, I think we might've had him ninth when we talked to our three scouts. So that's a name worth kicking around. Uh, and somewhere in this draft, the Cowboys are going to draft a tight end. That, that seems a pretty solid bet. Uh, and if it doesn't happen in the first round, it's going to happen in the fourth round or the fifth round. Bo, thanks for pitching in. Uh, $20 pitch in from Matthew J. What happened with Pitts? Wasn't there discussions in the offseason about him being potentially a big fit in Dallas? What's always happening with Pitts and it's always going to happen is Jerry connected himself to Pitts that year. Uh, I got sugar plums dancing in my head on this Pitts. That, by the way, does also feed. Thank you, Jonathan. That feeds this perspective that Jerry wants to make a splash. And I'm seeing some of your comments, and I appreciate your comments. Uh, Bobby Webb, $2 pitching. Draft another Witten. Well, that's Mayer. Go watch Mayer. And again, we're, we're reduced to watching highlights because we're very, very busy around here. They, they will triple. They know in the red zone. They know Notre Dame's throwing to him. They will literally triple team him. And he, he still wins on the route and wins on the catch. Doze, welcome to the Uncle Fish premium level. Thank you for that. Mississippi Treasure Hunter. How many Super Bowls did Witten win? The same number as every other great player that's played here in the last quarter of a century. Rob W., got to get a proven player. I got to get a starter. Want to get a starter. 
But yes, I, I need the guy to 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 be meritous. In I can't just I don't want to just put him at starter because I drafted him at 26. Rolo, all the best tight ends in the league were drafted after round one, as we just illustrated. We got almost 25 years of history saying that your rookie tight end ain't going to get it done as a rookie anyway. So who gets you there faster? Is that a factor? Mayer, I think, is going to be better faster than Musgrave. Stephen White, Darnell is an instant starter. Boy, he is a... Uh, I'll, I'll say this. Whatever he does as a rookie, whatever else he does as a rookie, I bet you he's a red zone threat. Frank, got to go with an offensive lineman, right? Well, this goes back to my, my taco-related thing, not drafting positions. And I, and I think the Cowboys are tiptoeing towards a mistake here if they are truly being tight end centric, that that's an, that's an error. Um, there are, there, there are not going to be very many first round graded players left at 26, maybe none, but there's still, there's still plenty of high second round grades at 26. Lots of them. Rick G. If the Cowboys get two starters out of this draft, I grade them an A. And we'll talk about over the course of the next couple of days how I grade a draft uh, because I don't, I'm not a scout. I'm not a coach. I did not play in the NFL. What I do is talk to people who did and uh, use my gigantic ears uh, to gather that information and then disseminate it to you, analyze it and disseminate it to you. So cutting through the smoke screens and cutting through the chum and not that many Easter eggs at the, at that press conference. Some earlier when we we're with Jerry in Arizona not, and, and Steven, not that many Easter eggs here. And I think Mike McCarthy has kind of blocked the Easter egg parade around here. There are, as Ron points out, other tight ends down the line. Laporta is the next Kittle, that could work. But to the grading thing, and Rick, thanks for hitting that for me. I'm going to grade whether the Cowboys executed their plan. If it is the Cowboys' plan to get a starting tight end at 26 and they get one, that I'm going to give them a good grade for executing the plan because I'm not going to pretend that I know if Luke Musgrave is going to be a good NFL player. We can tell you that history says that no matter what tight end they end up drafting at 26, if that's indeed what's happened, he, he will not be wildly productive in his first year. And so uh, in addition to going through the X's and the O's and the nuts and the bolts and let's watch highlights and how big is he, can he get down the same? Is he a willing blocker? Stephen West comes into the Uncle Fish Premium Club. Thank you, Stephen. In addition to all of that, I just want to see if the Cowboys had a plan and executed it. Um, and right now, 
as secretive, as, as open as they've been about tight end. They've been pretty secretive about Luke Musgrave. Uh, and we will have uh, we'll have a couple things on him over the course of the morning here at Cowboys, over at CowboysSI.com, where we invite you to be a part of things. We will see you tonight, 6 p.m. at the Maverick Bar. Uh, if uh, anything cooks, shakes, or bites, uh, over the course of the morning or afternoon, we'll be back here as well. For now, Fish, out.